What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite Barcelona podcast. It's your boys, Barca boys, straight out of EPA at the moment. It's your yes, boy, sir. Martin, and I'm with... Your boy, Lex. All right, dude. We, we've had, after not being able to see Messi for like three months, we've seen two Barca games within the past week. And this is... I've never been more excited about seeing soccer games as I as I am right now. I've never been so happy to see everybody and how I, like everyone is. I don't know. I missed a lot of players. I don't know. We got another game on Friday, which is going to be tough because we play Sevilla. Yeah. So I think that'll be a, little, a good test. No, definitely. I remember in college, we had games like Tuesday, and then we would have a game on Friday. So it's really cool to see kind of how like their recovery is and stuff like that, and then how they just continue to ball out at the highest level. At this point right now, the athletes are basically living a, an NBA style of workouts. Exactly, yeah. Um, where they, you know, they don't really have time to work out in between in between the season because or it's it just physically like that, yeah. demanding. The one good thing I think out of uh, this whole situation is that we're able to see a lot more rotation of players. So I think everybody's had a fair chance at this point to really um, cement themselves into that team and kind of like show what what you've done in the you know in the off season there's a few players that have stood out for me um a few more than others mm-hmm. but why don't you start <clears> us <throat> off what is one of the the players that has stood out to you the most the first game de young really stood out to me um i loved his work rate you know i loved what he did off i love what he does off the ball in in general i really I really pride him for his work ethic and how he's adapted to the Barca system quite well, you know. Vidal's another guy that I really enjoy watch playing, you know, his physicality, you know. Um, it's always fun to watch and, you know, he just really proved to me that um, he just deserves to stay. And, you know, he's he's talked a lot during this quarantine about how he wants to feel uh, like he's an important role to the team. So I feel like he kind of, he, he proved it. I know it's just one game, but he... Came, he bagged a goal. Yeah, Vidal is an interesting case for me because he has never given us a reason to not start him, mm-hmm. um, to not want to keep him. And this guy is a is a competitor. He's a warrior, and you know every time that he's on the pitch, he may not. He may have some questionable games with the ball at his feet, mm-hmm. but you know that his effort is a hundred percent there, and his he will run his ass off the entire game, and that's really all he wants. Yeah. But. I think we, if I'm a coach, dude, I keep him. I yeah. keep him. You need that fire in your team. Yeah, I mean, however, it's it's sometimes funny to hear um, some of the possibility of places where he could potentially go to. Like, I even heard him potentially wanting to go to Boca. Yeah, he needs to he needs to fucking stay because yeah. he, to me, was one of my, my standout players, yeah. too. Um, another one, we, we talked about this off the air, was Lenglet. Yeah. He seems to be doing a very good job. Um, anticipating the ball and being really calm with the ball at his feet. For me, he was one of those players that really stood out um, in the sense of being gone for so long and still be able, being able to compete the way he competed even today. You know, it really, it really shows his character as a player and kind of how he treated the like the off season, quote unquote. I, I like Junior as well too, dude. My, against Mallorca, he showed his. He showed his physicality, you know, he showed his, I, I, I liked him, he I was think, a, he's yeah. a good youngster. I think we give him some runs. I say, I say so too, you know, he, although Mallorca isn't like a, they're a lower level team and they're battling relegation, so is, um, 
so is um Le Leganes, but I mean he it's still top quality. You know, we, he deserves to be rewarded. Yeah, I think we give him some runs. I mean, Jordi's not getting any younger, and we got to start looking at the future. And I, that I think that's the way that the game is evolving at this point is mm -hmm. for for outside backs like that mm -hmm. that fit his player profile. So why not give him a run? So since so since we agreed on Vidal being another standout player, and I picked De Jong, did you have anybody else that maybe stood out to you a little bit? Um, I've noticed that Busquets seems to be very, very calm on the ball right now. And if before Busquets, Busquets has never been like a mobile holding mid. You know, he's he's at the right places at the right time. His positioning is good, and so he'll make a play out of it just because he knows where everything's going to be. Mm -hmm. But I think he's he's taking it even a step further, and right now he's really just operating on making crisp good passes without even moving. So yeah. Piquet will play him a ball, and then without even moving, really, without even turning, he'll knock a dime to Sergi, you know, without even moving. So I, I can see that my man has been working with the wall. You know, that's definitely some wall combination plays. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm, I'm excited to see how we can fit Busquets more into the game. Yeah. I kind of want to know who, who was a letdown for you, like, at Mallorca. No, dude, I was really, really impressed with the team. I didn't think there was a single person that let me down that game. Yeah. I, I thought even Braithwaite, like, we don't really expect much for him. If he can get that that occasional goal, like, that's all we're really going to ask for him. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, no, dude, I think that everybody in the team played uh, played really great. Sergi really stood out for me that game. I mean, I mean he stood out to me again today, too, a little yeah. bit, you know. I think, I think Mallorca was definitely one where we kind of just – we were in bliss to see everybody, and everybody looked well, and every and we came out to play, and we got the result that we needed, and that was kind of it. Just called it a day. Yeah, I think I think both games really showed a lot of us defensively. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. We we were put under pressure a lot of the times, and you know a lot of people will say, oh, you know, they're creating a lot of chances on you. That means you don't play good defense. Mm. To me. If they are creating a lot of chances, but they're not scoring, that means I'm doing something well defensively. Yeah. Because good defense isn't preventing it from happening. Good defense is not letting it go in the back of the net. Yeah. I you mean, know, you adapt and you figure a way to, to hold that defense. I mean, two clean sheets. Yeah. We've had we've had some very question some some really bad plays where we're caught off. And, you know, sometimes we think the opponents should have scored, but they didn't. Hey, but, I mean, not every team has the best keeper in the fucking world. Shouts out there singing, too. We, we tend to like to play with high outside backs because our outside backs are really quick. Mm -hmm. um, however, it, it hurts on the counter sometimes. So that was, for me, potentially, that was my only letdown of Mallorca, too, that we got countered. It looked like it was almost way too easily sometimes. Mm -hmm. But that's the run that that's the that's the risk that we take when we run with two out high outside backs. One thing is consistent though is that Messi continues to be the greatest player in the world. Oh, pff, hands down. My bro. man is trotting around. That, I mean, that Mallorca game, man. I I was really shocked. I don't know if it was because it was the first time I had seen Messi in a couple of months, but my man was walking everywhere. And that kind of hit me a little sideways because it almost felt like I was watching a 35 or 36-year-old Messi where he's yeah. not going to move 
if you don't play him the ball right to feet, he's not going to fucking move for it. He would, he, yeah, he would always just do those slight little, like, jogs here and there. But, I mean, this game, it was more like a, yeah. But, you know, man, against Mallorca, he got the, he got one of the hundreds of moves that he practices religiously. And, you know, he, my man probably does a hundred reps of those a day. And so he got it and he put it away. Boom, that's a goal. That's, boom, roasted. That's like the that's like the boom. <laughs> that's like the that's like the best way to explain it because out of nothing he creates something. But today I felt like he he really stood out. He he, really, he took it up a notch a little bit. Yeah, so when when we were playing against a team that's such a compressed box, the only way you can beat him is by individual talent. You take him out on the wing and you try to beat him because everybody's in the middle. You try to spread them out as much as you can and you're not going to be able to one two your way out of it you're just going to have to take them bro and that's where barca have those players yeah and from the start you could see that Messi kept doing that every time he would turn and like go at him he had that great run that ended up with the penalty which probably wasn't a penalty but um yeah he made he went on that crazy run mm -hmm. and I, we didn't see that in mallorca I, w I don't know if maybe he was he was tired or, or or what or what the fuck was going on, but at the end of the day, two goals, two assists. For me, the difference with Mallorca was I felt like he felt more confident because of the speed that we had to, uh, in comparison to Mallorca to today's game. Hmm. I feel like we came out with a very very fast attacking minded team. Yeah. Why don't we play junior? And Samilla at the same time. Do you think that's too much? No, because I feel like if we really, if we really feel like Semedo embodies, because we kept him, we kept him, we didn't give him we, away. We need we to kept, keep him. We kept we him. We need to and keep you, him. And you've said previously, and I've almost, I've agreed with you as well that it, he could potentially be the next. Yeah. The next something special yeah. in our in our defensive line that isn't a center back, kind of how Danny was mm. to us, you know. He has something. He has. He he definitely has something in him, and I would be more than willing to try it out because Junior's one of those guys that we maybe see like that as well because he's phenomenal players. Setien was also Junior's coach at Betis, yeah, which I just, is really I was, and I was just gonna say that he that Junior did really well in in Betis, and I remember seeing his highlights in a couple of a couple of his games before we were gonna sign him too. So overall team performance for me, it was good. Both yeah. games. Both um, games, yeah. I think the today, a lot of the... There was a lot of criticism towards the team for not being able to just go out and win comfortably. And, you know, it, it took them a while to kind of figure out the jigsaw. But they they had came in and they, they played well defensively. They, they did their job. They had no intention of scoring, unless it was in a counter in which they almost caught us. Um, Twice, but reality, dude. They were, they had two players on their teams that had scored goals. Yeah, and we took Martin from one of them. Two, you know. So and their best player didn't even get minutes today. For us, you know. But at the end of the day, I think we played well. We dictated the game. Um, we did really good on possession, but we're still missing that final key pass into the final third that one that breaks the lines or that one player that takes someone on and breaks the lines you know we keep it very well between our mids and when Messi tucks inside we basically have five midfielders 
just knocking the ball around against three midfielders. So we're expected to have something. But then that's where we're missing the Suarez to make that run. Um, we need that Dembele to be that extra sprint behind the lines. Really just stretch him out. For me, it just it really sucks that that Griezmann doesn't doesn't notice that space because there's there's just this play against well today that happened where Messi drives in and he just kind of drifts in with the play and gets sucked in and there's this whole space on the right side so it kind of sucks for me that Griezmann sometimes doesn't read the runs and I don't know it just looks very lackadaisical on my end I don't know. He, we're not playing him to his strengths. Of course. Um, I still don't think that Setien really knows how he's going to fit Griezmann into the system. And, you know, the reality is we didn't need Griezmann. Everybody knows we didn't need Griezmann. I think the players really even knew it too. And I think the longer he continues to play the way he is, the less his value is going to be. Yeah, and, and, and you know, I think he, he understands. You know, he's also human. He also understands that he's not playing the best and, you know, fucking Braithwaite got his goal and he hasn't. You know what I mean? Um, but if if a deal comes to our table in where we get a player like Lautaro for Griezmann, I'll take no it. No brainer. I'll take it. If If he's a part of a deal which will allow us to bring a big name... For sure, yeah, I think, I think at this point, we've kind of wasn't a game for him because that 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 midfield is clogged and that's just not his strength. Basically, that that in a game like that, bro, strikers don't get shit. Strikers don't get any of the ball unless there's like a cross that's played in or hopefully a through ball of any kind. And but my boy Griezmann is not winning any crosses. Exactly. Anytime. So it, it kind of reminds me of when we used to play Fabregas in that position because. But Fabregas, put some respect on my boy Fabregas. No, I love Fabregas. I was actually watching. <laughs> he, I was watching some of his highlights the other day. But that's what. But but I I get, I get what you mean. Um, what I mean is putting someone at the nine. So that we're able to keep more possession and be more creative. But he couldn't even do that. But for we us. need that nine. But he couldn't even do that for us. Because that's what, not what we needed for him. That's not what he is. Yeah. And he's just the player that he is is not something that we need. He, yeah. he it doesn't it doesn't go with how we play. Overall, who did you think looked their best? Like who looked the sharpest out of these last two games? For me, I think Braithwaite, bro. I've, I know it's it, it kind of brings a chuckle or a little smile to your face, um, but he's he's really impressed me the way that he's he's he took this offseason very serious, and I can tell mm. his 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 willingness to be there was there. Um, it was just like a, a breath of fresh air almost. I don't know. Um, I just felt like he made an impact more than Griezmann for sure. And I, I think you could. I don't know. He's quality. He's quality. He's he's pretty old. He kind he. There's something about him. Something about him that attracts me more than Griezmann at this point. And at that point, I'm taking it. You're wildin'. You're fucking wildin' right now. It's a. It's a. I've, Antoine Griezmann. You know what he's capable of. I I do. But at this point, it's about producing. 
And if it's not happening on the field where it needs to during game time, I'm going to look somewhere else. As a give, give me a little bit more games. And and uh, I'll start to make my start to warm up to the idea. Yeah, right now, of course. Right now, I don't dislike them, but I also don't really. For me, for me, I just them. I want you to keep them in the back of your of your mind, because when in doubt, if we if we need that breath of fresh air, it'll come. And for me, if Griezmann isn't producing, and I'm just maybe kind of fed up with it, I don't know how Setien is. Maybe he's more hopeful. But I don't think it's a bad idea. So when Dembélé comes back, you know Braithwaite's getting no minutes. Oh, Braithwaite's fucking Braithwaite's gonna get sold at that point. Okay. But I feel like right now we should just use him to maybe try to up his transfer value, even if we're thinking about doing that. Yeah, I mean, why not? Kind of give him some runs. Now, however, I don't expect to see him on Friday. On Friday, we need our A team. Don't give me none of this bullshit where you know. Ansu Fati is not fucking starting that game. You know what I mean? Yeah. We we need we need all hands on deck. Suarez needs to start. Pique link. Okay. He already, they already said that they're not going to give him ninety. Here's my Here's my here's my ninety. Here's my uh, eleven. Right. Okay. Neto and goal. No, I'm just kidding. Ter Stegen. Ter Stegen. Sergi. I'll explain why in a sec. Sergi Pique Lingle. Jordi, um, Arturo, De Jong, and Busquets, Messi, Suarez, and Griezmann. Damn that that mid is crazy. Okay, so let me let me break it down for you. Sergi has been attacking. Right, instead of taking it down the line, he goes directly at the left back. He has that midfielder mentality of, of dribbling. He's basically a midfielder, and by the time that he attacks that outside back, it's just like a midfielder would do. So he has that ability to kind of take it down the line, and his, his passing is good. So if we involve him more with the ball, he can create a few chances because, again, he is a midfielder. And I like Semedo coming on later in the game. It reminds me of 2014 Real Madrid when Contrao would start and then Marcelo would come in for the last 30 and be that extra push. Mm -hmm. We might be able to do something like that. Um, Pique Lenglet, obviously. Um, Brick walls. Uh, Jordi, just he's... The junior's, he's junior's getting close, but it's still Jordi's position. Uh, now the midfield. We are very fortunate and disfortunate that our midfield is stacked with amazing talent, meaning that not everybody's going to get to play. Mm -hmm. But for me, Busquets obviously controls the midfield still. Mm -hmm. Like there's, He still runs our midfield. De Jong is a really good eight. I think we need to put him as an eight, a box-to-box -box midfielder that goes up, can join the attack, but can also lentra leña. He also, he also has a very good defensive... Um, um, IQ. Exactly, almost. exactly. So really good box-to-box -box midfielder. And then you have Arturo Vidal. I mean, Arturo brings everything. He joins in on the attack. He can be the extra, the second center forward. Um, really good in the air. He can add that extra pressure and pressure with Suarez. Pre Suarez and, and uh, Arturo Vidal taking out the center back in the holding mid. 
that's that's a high press, dude. That's a really good press. I'll take that. I think with with Vidal's work rate, it could also work really well because like that high press that you're saying, it involves a lot of a lot of like webbles almost to yeah. to to want to risk to want to risk yeah. to want to risk a counter, but also I don't know. I feel like it's very very defensive, but I could see kind of why. But he, you know, that he's gonna work his ass out. He's gonna work his ass off to come back. If if he gets beat, two seconds later he's right into play again. You know, he's a fucking little energizer bunny. He's a workhorse. No, yeah, you're right. So yeah. I don't mind him stabbing and getting beat because I know he's right into the play in the next two seconds or so. But I don't see that three being. If we're gonna go off of all hands on deck, I feel like Rakitic is gonna be in there. I feel like that could be a possible. Who does, who does he start over? Arturo? I think he's. I think he starts over Arturo. Politics. That's politics. That's politics because they're playing. A lot of it has to do because Rakitic is fucking Rakitic, and he's a club fucking legend. And the day that he leaves, the club will very much miss him, and he will go down as one of the greatest mids in Barcelona history. Mm-hmm. But that is politics. Arturo Vidal should be starting over Rakitic. It's also against his old team too, though. He deserves to be starting. And, you know, if we don't play Arturo in these type of games, he's going to leave. How would you How would you feel about benching Busquets then and having De Jong, Vidal, Rakitic? It just, I don't see the team still functioning the same without Busquets. Busquets just fucking runs the shit out of that team. People would say that'd be political political as well but if you, you can look at the tape bro i mean Bus- i mean yeah the like, midfield yeah. is still ran by busquets and and you notice him when he's gone and we tried it at the beginning of the season we tried it we we benched him for a while and it just it didn't fucking click it didn't fucking that's why we lost against atletico we just our midfield didn't click but with the copa del rey being a uh disappointment to say the least we are still up for the double. What are your rela- realistic expectations for the rest of the season? Do you think we can get a double? Do you think we compete for a double? Or realistically, what would you be okay with us achieving this season? I mean, having, having the, the mentality of we need the double, I think we've always had that mentality. We're always going to continue to have that mentality, and we're always going to strive for it. However, realistically speaking, we win La Liga and by chance we win Champions League. Because I thought about something that you said to me the other day that we would have to definitely rely on other team results in order to get the proper matchup in order for us to win. Shout out to last fucking Champions League. Should have had it in the fucking bag. But besides the point, it it brings up that that <laughs> Anfield man. It, it it brings up that luck oh, that man. luck aspect, and and that luck aspect is gonna have to continue on for Champions League because we lack some sort some sort of confidence on 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 just attacking. Mm-hmm. Honestly, right now we we're missing a void. Suarez hopefully will kind of soften up that void, but he's not getting any younger, you know? But for this season in mind, we win La Liga. I think that's expected. We still try to win it. 
and we're doing well so far. And for Champions League, we kind of just put our best foot forward and we take it game by game and we see kind of what what the results come in with. That's pretty much where I am too. I mean, La Liga's an, an expectation at this point. We, we should win La Liga. We have a lead. Um, we don't have another Clásico where they can get those extra three points ahead of us. So we, we should win La Liga. Champions League, I mean, dude, we, we got to beat Napoli first. <laughs> you know what I mean? We got we to gotta get past that first. And then we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see, dude. I mean, it's going to be really hard to predict. I'm, I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of big teams that are going to struggle right from the get-go. Yeah. I mean, some there's got to be a few teams that are going to stumble. So we just kind of wait and see. I mean, 2016 Madrid was one of the worst Champions League winners I've ever seen. Probably next to Chelsea. Jesus. Sixth place Chelsea wins the Champions League. But, yeah, hopefully the double. Obviously, we're striving for that. But uh, Friday, a tough game against Sevilla. Give me a quick, quick, quick result. 2-1. Us. 3-1. I only say I only say two one because it's our third game back against a <clears throat> pretty good team or a well respected opponent. Messi loves to score against Sevilla. Yeah. That that I do. Remember. It's a wrap, bro. That I it's do. A, know. It's a wrap. What, what 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 do you do? You really think three one? Dory. Yeah. Confidently, I, who scores? I think Messi gets on board. I think Suarez gets on board, and a midfielder. I think wait and see who that midfield is, dude. I think I think we're gonna we're gonna get a good result. I think we're rolling right now. I'm more I'm excited to see what midfield combination we get because these past two games have been two different two different sets, and to me that tells me we have two opponents that are at the bottom. Let's see who, what midfielder wants it the most against Sevilla. So I guess we'll see. If you guys enjoyed the show, please don't forget to like and follow us on all social media platforms. And as always, guys, thank you. And we'll see you guys It's been your boy, Lex.
I didn't make the force this last year. Made a meal on my dog like Shaggy. Blew up fast at the trenches. Call me 21 Savage. Diamond hand hard, move back, they'll jab it. Trapping overseas, got too big for the Sashville. Playing Lamborghini on the way, it's the fast one. Got a bitch from outside, take out, then I passed her. I believe in Jesus, fear of God on my jacket. Catch him down bad, we gon' smash, we gon' jag him. He give me the cash and I'm going out of the bed. Boys on the one still trapping out of band. Flew the bitch in from LA for a day, then I nut on her face, now she gone by the way. Ain't got too much to say, I'm do pillow talking. Got some killers with me, they came from a walk. Then my neck on the floor like I'm from the wall. Try the dope in the pot, hope it take the water. Praying, hoping Jose make it from the border. On the head of my army, my truth's in order. Got a million put up if I need a lawyer. Louis man bag and they hold a quarter. Nigga, get the fuck back, I ain't got nothing for you. How you fit a quarter in the match? Get the brick and transport it through the match. Chop a longer than my arm, who won't stand it. Diamond got my wrist slit off the glasses. We got acres of cabbage. Surprising nigga right up on him on the banjo. We got K's in the attic. Try to run off with a birdie, kill your daddy. How you fit a quarter in the match? Get the brick and transport it through the match. Chop a longer than my arm, who won't stand it. Diamond got my wrist slit off the glasses. We got acres of cabbage. Surprising nigga right up on him on the banjo. We got K's in the attic. Try to run off with a birdie, kill your daddy. Brrrr. <laughs>